Hey everybody, welcome to Business Casual. It's Miles and Lee's here. What's going on, Miles? Oh, I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I cannot complain. And we have a great topic today. So I'm even more excited. So it's something that a lot of people have been talking about because of this whole Red Table Talk. Jada has, has a new season. She brought Will Smith on and they were discussing their relationship. A lot of people are up in arms because they were talking about how untraditional their marriage actually is. So for those of you who have not watched the episode, I highly recommend it. Red Table Talk is a great podcast. Basically, they were describing how Jada and how they got together and then how Jada really did not want to be married but she got married out of the pressure from her family and a little bit from Will to kind of conform. And over the time, they both realized through communication and discussion that they wanted to kind of open up their relationship to outside partners, but they are not swingers, so they're not mixing partners together. They just kind of have their own outside partnerships, but they stay together for financial stability and for friendship. So what are your thoughts on this, Miles? This is kind of the new and improved marriage 2.0. So me personally, I personally don't think it will work for me. Um, I think we all have thoughts if we're like 100% truthful with, with ourselves. Like we see somebody, we think, dang, you know, what, what would life be like with this person? But at the same time, I think it cheapens um, a stable relationship. And to me, I think Will and Jada were really facing, like, if you listen to the Red Table talk, it seemed like Jada was almost to the point where she was ready to divorce Will. And Will really didn't want a divorce. So he was open to saying, okay, how can you be happy here? For me personally, I don't think I would be happy with multiple situations going on underneath one household because I think it gets so confusing and so mixed up and it's just like it, it, it raises too many questions as to what's going on. And another thing that, that always worries me is it's hard enough trusting and making sure you feel like one person is safe to sleep with and to open that door to random people you just you just can't you just can't really know for sure whether you're safe at night when you decide to do your thing (laughs) together you know when it comes time for that time and I just to me it just it opens up too many doorways to just danger that I feel like monogamy kind of keeps you safe from when both partners are in agreement that that's what we both want to do. That's true. I, I will say this. I don't think it's for me. Um, they're, they're dynamic because I'm too possessive and too jealous for that. So it, it just would not work. But from the standpoint of for other people, so I know people who struggle with this. They struggle with, you know, with monogamy and you know trying to fit into societal norms but if you go back to even you know indigenous people 
there was not really this thing called monogamy that really came more so around with Christianity. And it the reason why monogamy really, you know, became bigger was because it was a financial institution, you know, in the until up until about the 1930s when they were like, oh, well, like we have to marry for love now. It's love, it's about love. When in the past, it was more so, let's acquire this wealth. You know, I'm marrying because I wanna acquire some wealthy in-laws, you know. Not saying this did not happen, kids. So if you don't, I know y'all don't always read your books. Is this, I'm just saying hypothetically, let's say the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts got together and were like, hey, I got a son. You know, you got a daughter. We're going to get them together. Bada, bada, bada. Now we are this really big, wealthy empire. And marriage even today is kind of that. That's why you get a tax break, you know, for being married. And you get a lot of privileges and benefits to being married. So you can be on your spouse's health insurance and which saves you money. So there are some financial components to it. However, like I said, monogamy is something that is new. It's very, very new. And if it's not for you, I don't think you should push yourself into it. And that's why I kind of like what Jada and Will are doing, because it does change the dynamic. I know people personally who are absolutely struggling in monogamy, and they're absolutely miserable because society tells them that they have to be with one man or one woman for the rest of their lives. So is that necessarily the right thing? I don't think so. I think it really depends on you and you being upfront. Could you know, let's look at it this way. Would you rather your like if your wife was coming into the marriage, right? And she mm-hmm. knew she could not be faithful to you. She knew it and she married you anyway. How angry would you be? once you find out that she's cheating on you or unfaithful when she knew she couldn't do it up front, wouldn't you rather just somebody come to you and say, hey, I, I really, I'm, I'm into you, I I'm dig you, I love you, you know, you make me laugh, but I just want to be honest with you. I don't think I can be with one person for the rest of my life. If you're okay with that, we can both have this open relationship or I can walk away. Wouldn't you rather... I would definitely rather the woman that I'm thinking of being in a relationship with for life be upfront and honest and tell me, you know what, this is going to be community vagina. (laughs) You know, like this, this is not just for you for the rest of your life. This is for me to experience life through sex you know what I'm saying and through these other relationships but I love you so much that I want to link with you for your financial stability because that's what she's saying I love how you provide but I'm necessarily not emotionally going to want to stay tied to just you forever I don't think it's just about finances and sex either because think about it like you meet people in your life right that you just you vibe with with conversation like they give you a different level and they they stimulate your brain on different levels and they do different things for you like you may meet somebody oh god they're so exciting i love this it's like invigorating but at the same time you don't want to be excited like sometimes you know you don't want to go everywhere every day like oh i just don't know what's going to happen it's exciting for a while but after (laughs) um, a little bit it's like oh i don't know about that 
And then you have somebody that's really intelligent and, and intellectual. And then you have the person that's kind of that creative. And so I think, because everybody is not going to be everything. And I think that's another reason why relationships fail because we think that our partner, we can somehow change them to fit in all these pieces in our lives in things that we like. And that's just not true. So having an, a relationship like that, you do get a chance to have those intimate conversations with other people, not even just on a sexual level, but on an intellectual level. Right. Um, I just feel like those people need to be friends, you know, <laughs> like it's okay to have uh, intellectual little intellectual conversations with people. But I think where it becomes strange for me is when you're opening your bed to that person, because we all know about soul ties. You know, when you start to have sex with somebody long enough, a bond is created that's deeper than just emotion. It becomes spiritual. You take on pieces of who that person are onto your character, onto who you really are as a person. And I don't know if I agree with everybody that my wife would want to sleep with outside of me, you know? And, and I don't know their personality because it's like, yeah, you're having this beautiful experience you've opened yourself up to this person but what negative are they depositing into your life that you may be taking on too because I don't think anybody's talking about that piece you know they're talking about the love and the beauty but they're not talking about the pain and you know (laughs) the twistedness that could come from it that's true too but I think that's why having so let me let me put it this way. If your wife said, because you said keep them as friends. If your wife says, hey, I'm going to go hang out with Johnny today and we're going to have these deep conversations and she keeps going out with Johnny every week, eventually you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute who, who, Johnny who? Who does who Johnny now? Right. So, you know, it becomes that intimacy with, with that. Even if you're not sex, having sex with them, it becomes an intimacy. But I think that's why you have multiple partners to talk to because when that negativity does start to creep in, you can say, oh, you know, I'm going to go over here and talk to Tom now because you're getting, you know, as opposed to that one person. Because if you're with the one person, I don't care if you just with one or five. If you're with one, you got to deal with the negativity that comes along with that person and all the problems that comes along with that person. Like, yeah, you only flush the toilet every seventh time you go to the bathroom. Like, you know, little things like that. (laughs) So you, it comes along with being in a relationship. So for me, I think that sometimes it, it is refreshing to say, all right, you get on my nerves. I'm not really vibing with you right now. Let me go over here with them. I'll come back to you later because you're getting on my nerves. So that that's what I'm saying. You just kind of open yourself up to not put that burden on your spouse or the person you're in a relationship with to fit into this mold that you know that they're not when you can get that from somewhere else and that lessens the burden from them to try to pretend to be something that they're not but isn't that like how we've said and um just being able to have instant gratification it's like we're already a people that can't like suffer through anything you know and it's just like suffering and not not all suffering but certain forms of suffering just create and make your character a lot better and I think 
the development of a person from the beginning of the marriage all the way till death do you part there are people who definitely shouldn't have been together forever like that's just I think that's we know that but there are people that would have done great staying together forever monogamously but they didn't have the willpower or they didn't have the character to continue to ascend and push each other to be more than what they started the relationship with because it's about growth but if you're growing in all these different directions with all of these different people what happens when you grow so far apart from the first person you started with you know like doesn't that become the issue like where you barely even talk to uh, your wife that you started with and now it's just like oh well these other joints that I'm you know I'm intellectually stimulated by or they're more fun and they're more outgoing and they do this and they do that and you done left your little first wife in the dust you know or your first husband in the dust and it's just like that's true doesn't that that open up up that it does but it brings up a great conversation like we grow as people so there are some people who don't understand that marriage is like I'm a big believer in traditional marriage I believe that it works I believe that it has great outcomes I believe that it can be fulfilling if it is for you but I've also seen people who start off with people that they're in high school with and they stay with them forever and then they're absolutely miserable you also have to realize that we have times and seasons for everything you may have started off as one person and you may be somebody totally different now it doesn't make sense sense though that that means technically you shouldn't be have been married to that person to begin with if you cannot find that you have any common ground don't force it 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 to me i believe in marriage but at the same time sometimes i believe we all make a little bit of a mistake sometimes you you do you make a mistake and it's not the right relationship and it's time to get out you know and, and move on so i think that that does open up that element of do you settle and that brings up that conversation with you know really with Will and, and Jada of did she do the right thing you know like if she really truly did not want to be married did she do the right thing by appeasing Will who has always he said he always wanted to be married um, and I don't think that I don't think she did the right thing personally because if you're having thoughts or your belief system is saying you know what no I don't want to be married but you get married to appease someone the to me the relationship is already doomed because the the worst thing in a relationship that you ever want to do is to make somebody feel like they're trapped in a box you know right. like when people feel trapped like when you trap water in a in a place and it's not flowing it becomes stale stagnant and it it stinks it dies you know but when water is is in its natural habitat it's flowing down river it's beautiful it's crisp it cleans it smells great and if you take your spirit which is flowing and still in search of creation and then put it in somebody else's box and expect for you to be this beautiful, glowing, ever-evolving person, 
then yeah, you you definitely picked the wrong <laughs> situation. And I believe in the Bible, like when Moses, uh, when when Moses went to God and was like, you know what, we have to do something. Like these men hate their wives. Some of them are like really getting violent. And he and God was like, you know what, I didn't mean for marriage to be between, you know, to for you to break the marriage vow. But I'll get, I'll grant divorce because we know that some of these men got married for the wrong reason some of these women got married for the wrong reason and it's stopping the growth of the person to the point where we don't want to see somebody take their life because they're just so upset or we don't want to see somebody constantly cheating and making themselves uh you know a despicable person on your inner because i feel like cheating hurts you too you know you're not just hurting the other person you're hurting yourself so I don't know. That's True. my piece. <laughs> True. I, I I don't know if she necessarily did the right thing. If you're in a relationship, I agree with somebody who wants to be in a monogamous relationship. And he said, I'm not getting divorced. I don't want to get divorced. I never wanted to get divorced. So like even his first wife was the one that divorced him. And mm-hmm. so I think he should have probably have been in a relationship with somebody else who felt that same way, you know, that I want to be in a relationship you know, I never want to get a divorce. I just want to be me and you. I think it's a little, although he says, you know, he's happy. I think it is a little unfair to both of them in that aspect when you have two people who are not necessarily on the same page. Um, where you have one person who likes monogamy and the other person who doesn't. And she's never liked monogamy. It's not fair to either one of them because they're both kind of, I mean, marriage is about compromise, but that's a big compromise. You that's know? a huge so, compromise. <laughs> when, like, let's say he will wants to have a dinner date with his with Jada, and she's off, you know, with some other guy. Like, it's my day to be off and do so. Like, it's just, it's a lot. So I think that's too big of a compromise in a marriage, because that's like a pillar. You know, that's something that you talk about. But I don't think that we should shut the door on it. Like I said, there's a tribe in the Amazon where they actually don't know there's one I think in China that's like that and there's one in the Amazon they don't actually know who the father of any of the children are because the men sleep with all of the women in the tribe they don't know who the father is of the of the children and everybody just takes care of them and their tribe has been able to thrive like that for years and so you know it's not i don't think we should necessarily judge people for wanting to have a different way of living i don't see anything wrong with that because they said the children are extremely happy because every man acts as every child's father in that tribe so with the child falls they're not like hey you know johnny your kid fell like whoever's right there they're just going to pick the kid up and take care of the kid that's an amazing thing and the children have been able to actually live longer and thrive that way because they are always protected no matter who's around but a lot of other people will say oh that's insane like you oh you have everybody is sleeping with you know and no one knows who is who and what is what and it's kind of hard to have these intimate relationships when you could be carrying somebody else's child in this country that would be crazy 
But mm. I think that if it works for you, do it. I think the worst thing that you could ever do is to manipulate somebody into thinking that you are going to be monogamous when you're not. And right. I think people should understand what marriage is. Because like you said, just because time gets rough doesn't mean that the marriage is necessarily over. But at the same time, it doesn't mean you need to be a down chick for everything. If your husband keeps cheating on you or your wife keeps cheating on you and new kids are popping up, that might be a time for a conversation. It, it doesn't make sense to just be this down spouse and just put up with anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that because I, like, I'm going to say, and this still goes on today, but back in the day when it wasn't okay to just be out in the open with oh yeah I got a kid over here I got a kid over there like when when people had to kind of keep that stuff on the down low it was a lot of women and men that were struggling secretly to keep up appearances for society and they were dying inside you know Mm -hmm. and 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 I don't I don't agree with that like if somebody's doing you bad somebody's cheating on you somebody is like you know making you feel less than a than a human yeah you need to get out of that relationship you need to go you need to be free but i think what we're talking about here is these are two people will and jada who are saying we're going to stay married forever we've made this, this decision but in this decision we're saying hey it's okay for us to explore other relationships um one thing that comes up with that is like you said once other kids start to pop up and things of that nature who how is this money being split (laughs) you know when will passes on or when jada passes on like doesn't it become like a mess then you know or is it like everybody gets an even share of the of the pie yeah no so i agree with that so you definitely should have clear set boundaries because this is not a knock. Jada's a Baltimore girl. I'm a Baltimore girl. This is not a read. This is not a knock. But Will Smith technically is the breadwinner. Like most of the money in the relationship just so happened to come from Will. Like he's just had a more robust career. Now, a lot of that came, like they said, because Jada sacrificed, like a lot of women do. And she stayed home and she took care of the kids. But Let's say she goes off and gets us a little boyfriend on the side and like, does Will fund this relationship? Like does the boyfriend automatically become, you know, a dependent (laughs) of Will Smith? So, you know, I I don't know. It, It just, to me, I think that's where it starts to get tricky. And if Will has a baby with somebody else, does Jada open that baby with open arms because then again, she can't really say much because this was her idea. So if he brings in a baby, you you can't do anything but say, oh, come over here, you little, you know, child out of wedlock and give me a hug. Because you, what can you say at that point? So I think you do have to know what the ramifications are. You have to have these really strong conversations. I think they, in their relationship, they do have some great things that they were open about. So like they don't curse, you know, at each other or around each other, which is awesome. I can't say the same because I curse like a sailor, but (laughs) 
I actually don't curse either. I, I don't like it, <laughs> to be honest. And I curse like a sailor. Like it just it's just something that I do. I I'm keep it, you know, in professional settings. I don't let it slip, but occasionally one might fall out. Just say it. But that I think that's amazing. But I think when you think about it before people, because I know a lot of people are saying, oh, this is revolutionary and I want to do this too, but just know what you're getting into. Know what you're walking into because I can see it becoming problematic. But I think a lot of people, and I have a buddy who is struggling right now. He has never been a faithful guy. He has children by multiple women and he's gotten to a point where he's pushing the door you know on a certain age group and he's like well I gotta settle down now like it's just it's what I have to do he's already been married now divorced and now he has a girlfriend who he's thinking about marrying just because his family and friends saying oh you're getting old now and you gotta be married but he already said I don't think I could ever really be faithful so he's marrying this person or thinking about marrying this person knowing that he's going to cheat on them that to me, I think, is unfair. Yeah. And that's the person that needs to consider alternative life, like not an alternative lifestyle, but an alternative relationship, more of that community partnership. That and, works. You know, I, it does bring up a, a situation too, because what we're failing to realize about Will and Jada, the, these people are economically in the 1%. Right. And if you are the average person in America and you're having, you know, these multiple situations with these different people and y'all just exploring these beautiful, intelligent relationships and y'all evolve, it's like when these babies, like you said, start to pop out, the economical devastation that that can have on a, you know, lower income family is dramatic because now literal food is being taken out of your kid's mouth um the the chances of maybe being able to send your kid to private school are snatched away you know because oh we can't send this baby to private school and my baby not in private school it's like it it's going to cause more confusion i think in the long term and it's just like though monogamy these days kind of gets a bad rap um and you see it in society more people are pushing towards be open be free have you know life experiences life is too short it's just like you know what truthfully we need to make sure that when we get married we're marrying people that we truly can see our lives with because that's what marriage is actually for you know if you if even if you're marrying financially you still want to be able to see your life with that person because I have close uh you know family members who married for money and a couple years in it's like I hate this person they don't you know uh, all of the stuff that they were doing in the beginning is is just financial there's no emotional connection here this person isn't trying to grow I'm trying to grow in this situation and then you have people stepping out and cheating and it's like what in the world did you even get married for if it was for finances if you're just going to divorce and both of you are ruined after you know it's like you can't just say marrying for finances is is great or 
going into these different uh, relationships isn't confusing what should be simple. You know, it should be simple. But when we start to confuse it with all these new ideologies or bring in the old ideologies, like you said, because monogamy is kind of new, it, it still poses a bunch of situations that just aren't clear as to how they're going to, to pan out. And I think, like you said, no situation has this beautiful bow tied on it. And it's like, this is going to work for you. But if you're this person who knows themselves and knows that you're going to cheat, knows that you can't be faithful, why on earth would you ever lie, sit there and lie to somebody and be like, you know what? I'm going to go in front of all of these people say these vows swear to God above that I'm going to be faithful to you knowing that I'm not it makes no sense yeah to go into a church that that's a you know a whole nother situation but I think you bring up an interesting point and this will be kind of like a final final point or for my for me I think when we're getting into relationships we get into relationships for all the wrong reasons and we get into relationships, long-term relationships too soon. Like for me, I've been with the same person pretty much, you know, maybe a break here or there since pretty much high school. And I believe that one of the reasons why we get into a lot of mistakes is because we don't do enough, like you said, exploring ourselves and what we want in life and what we like. And then we also grow. So we have to realize that when you meet someone when you're 18, that may not necessarily be the person you want to spend your life with. Because at 18, the 18 year old you, I don't know about you, but the 18 year old me is a totally different person than I am now. Mm-hmm. And so you have to know that when you're getting into a relationship, you also have to know that no one is perfect including you so when you're going into a relationship you're going to bring your faults and they're going to bring their faults and together you're going to have to find ways to figure that out and how to make that work and from a financial perspective you have to put that on the table what does this look like do i keep my own account do you keep your own account you know do we have a joint account and you have to know like if somebody gets sick which happens you know, if you have a separate account and they have an account, then if they can't get to it and access it, then you have funds that they can't access, which could put your family in a, a bind. So these are all things that you have to know. Do you trust the relationship? Because you have to be willing to invest in it. If you're always constantly like, I'm not so sure, maybe this relationship isn't for you. You know, maybe it's not time to get married just yet. So I just want everyone to know marriage is hard. The marriage, the wedding is the top of the roller coaster, and you pretty much go downhill from there. You just have to be aware of that. It doesn't have to be miserable, but you have to know that that's the top. And over time, it is going to level off. And when you have kids, it's going to get even more rocky. Trust me. <laughs> and then once you your kids get a certain age, you're going to coast again. But you got to know that you're going to have problems in between. And if you can't deal with the problems if you don't know how to even deal with your own problem right now monogamy or relationship in general is not for you yeah um i think my final thoughts will be i'm 
I'm I'm a Christian man. I'm for monogamy. I, I feel like God blesses it. But for people who don't necessarily subscribe to religion or to, you know, a higher power, I definitely don't believe that those people should be in entering the institution of marriage. Because if you're this constantly evolving person, you always want to see what's on the horizon and everything looks your future looks better here and there and you you don't quite know what you want for your future locking in a stable person on an ever-changing expanding mindset is setting you and that person up for long-term suffering and failure so before you make the choice to get into something that is not just legally binding but spiritually binding know that this person is someone that you can see growing with and know that who they are today you have to be okay with them changing and becoming something different tomorrow and if you're not willing to grow with that person then like I'm, I'm with Lisa marriage monogamy a relationship is just not for you continue to search until you find someone that is thinking the same way that you're thinking that you can have an open honest communication with and that you know that no matter what happens you guys can love each other and see each other through growth and for me that's business casual thank you guys so much for listening all right peace Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's business link is to how your spouse is affecting your job success. And today's casual link is from the Red Table Talk episode uh, entitled Will Smith Exposes His Unique Marriage. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I want to ask everybody to like, subscribe and share. And see you on the next one. Peace.